Hello, boils and ghouls. It is us, the broads in the belfry. It has been a while, so happy Valentine's Day and almost happy... Uh, St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, that's it. That's dee, 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 dee. Blarney Stone and corned beef and cabbage and... Guinness. And, and, uh, it's the holiday of my people, especially since I'm Scottish and Irish, so yes. I really need to get drunk. <laughs> really that can be arranged yeah <laughs> anyway so welcome back um sorry about the snafu last week we um lost our review of the last chapter of book of comic book one of johnny the homicidal maniac we're not done we're gonna carry on we are gonna carry on and yes. we do have things to say about that chapter but we will get to that later get into it yeah 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 um uh, you have to forgive me. I've been moving, and now I'm all moved. Yes, um, the, we are located in Spooky Mel's fabulous new domicile. Um, yes, the it, cathedral ceilings. It might sound a little echoey in here. Yeah. So that, that's due to a lack of furniture. She's st still moving in and stuff like that. I bet Papa Emeritus would love to sing in here. Oh my god! Of the cathedral ceilings. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> could make it like a satanic church. It would be awesome. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna go that far, but but I wouldn't I wouldn't mind having Papa in the house. I'm just saying, hey. No, I, yes, I I I did go there. Okay. Wow. So yes, we will be continuing with Johnny's the homicidal maniac today. You know, I noticed something that I'm going to mention real quick. Yes. You say homicidal maniac. Homicidal. Like you're killing a home. Homicide. Oh, I don't say homicide. homicide. I don't, you don't say, say homicidal maniac. I can always <laughs> say Johnny the homicidal maniac. It's kind of cute. <laughs> Johnny the homicidal maniac. <laughs> it is a good quality book. I don't even know what the fuck accent this is right now. Anyway, I, I, I'm intrigued. I want to know more about this person, where they're from, where they're going in life. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stay tuned. Yay. Vampires on and house. Brains, floating, bloated corpses. We are the frauds in the belfry. Al Peter, <laughs> I'm from Cowhog. Cowhog's a giant clam. Did you know that? You're a giant clam. No, it is a giant. That's why everything's a clam in in Cowhog, because a Cowhog is a clam. <laughs> Hello, boils and ghouls. It is I, Professor Mel, again. <laughs> she got the glasses. Now, before we start part two of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, um, I will ask if anyone has to go to the bathroom this time since we had that issue last episode. Um, can I get a drink of water? No. Anyway. <laughs> Gonna dehydrate. Good. <laughs> Now, before we begin, I understand that Board Lizzie would like to address the class with uh, Joan and Vasquez's Twitter. Yes! Okay, so this is my show and tell. Well, it's just a tell. You can't see anything. Um, so I can see I everything, to... girl. <laughs> everything. <laughs> with those glasses? Yeah. Yes, okay, so... If you go on Twitter, which normally I do not recommend, Twitter is a hellscape of despair and horribleness. Um, but there's a bright spot. Um, 
And that bright spot is, of course, Jonan Vasquez's Twitter feed, which you immediately need to follow if you aren't. I don't even care if you're not a Jonan fan. Just follow it. It's going to brighten your day. It's at Jonan V, okay? At J-O-H-O-O-N-E-N, capital V. you got to follow him. Okay, um, <laughs> basically... His tweets are always irrelevant and always hilarious, and he just he has no shits to give about whatever discourse is flying around at the moment. So it's a <laughs> nice breath of fresh air on the internet. So just we're gonna go there real quick and see what he has to say. I'm excited because yeah. actually I'm not on. Tw- I mean, I have a Twitter, but I don't use it because it annoys me. But you, Ooh, are, you are wise. Oh, in that what decision. is that? That's a, that's his pinned tweet. Yeah, yeah. I'm like looking at one. a really super sweet gif of Johnny just kind of standing there when the wind's blowing his hair. In his little shirt, or he's farting, I can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you like this! Um, What is his icon? It looks kind of like a goofy Hitler. But anyway, (laughs) you'll like this, Spooky Mel. Okay, Okay. here we go. Uh, He tweeted this 16 hours ago. (gasps) Alita Battle Angel, spoiler ahead! Hugely missed opportunity not bringing that murdered puppy back as one of the cowboys, cyborgs, robot dogs. That would have made the movie go from great to the greatest movie ever made. Oh! Do you have anything? Yes, I, I have do. no idea. I don't know okay, so, Yes, I've, I, I've read and reread and... Uh, basically, long story short, Battle Angel Alita, the whole series, like even the New Order stuff, is probably the comic that I've read and reread the most in my life. I've been reading it since I was 13 when it came out in the US. And um, so the whole reason that they couldn't bring back the dead dog is um, you only have a certain amount of time before the brain dies, and that dog had been dead long enough. Like, they couldn't have brought it back as a cyborg puppy, but which is sad because that would have been really cool. But I will say this: I was very, 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 very happy and excited that they brought that um, that hunter warrior character into the movie because he actually comes in much later. He's like after the motor, he's after the motor ball. Motorball. You can tell I don't say that word very often. He's after the Motorball comics. So he's like graphic novel five. And his whole story is he just comes to the scrapyard to get uh, revenge for his daughter's murder. And that's like, he has all those cyborg dogs. And I didn't think that I'd ever get to like actually see the cyborg dogs and see them move around. Especially since they weren't covering that story arc in the movie. But they had him there and they had the dogs. And it was... It was so cool. I just wish that, like, he had used their names. Like, because, you know, like, there's one named Cerebus, and there's a couple others that have... Cerberus? Cerberus, yeah. Oh, yeah. that that's how you say it? Cerberus, yeah. They have, cer- he, you know, they all have really cool, like, biblical names, and... um, But, yeah, so... Oh. I'm down with robot dogs. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, the tweet I will be retweeting onto my own feed simply says, I miss Regretsy. I do, too, Jonathan. I do, too. Oh, um, wait, wait, I think I remember that. Regretsy. It was, like, the shitty Etsy. Yes, know? yeah, that's right. Sh- like, all the taxidermy fails. And oh. <laughs> I would have given... It was a, so good. I would have given some of those good Regretsy is, like, a good vintage internet. Okay, I'm gonna read, like, a nice example of what he usually tweets. Okay. I expect people I've muted to be relegated irretrievably to the phantom zone, and those I've blocked to be torn apart on the cellular cellular level before the eyes of those who love them. Parentheses, nobody loves them. 
So that's a good example of the kind of wow. shit. <laughs> that's the kind of example of the kind of shit he tweets on the regular, and it's just so delightful. It's a nice break from. Um, oh, oh yeah, and look underneath. Hey, Twitter. When I mute someone, I don't want to see a message that someone I've muted is responding to me with an option to see what they're saying. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> He's the man on Twitter who hates Twitter. Honestly, if I look back and think about it, I joined Twitter just to follow him. Um, and he was the first person I ever followed, and it took me a good long time before I even followed anyone else. Oh my god, I actually love... When I butt-dial a friend, it's not always an accident. Sometimes my butt just really wants to talk. You see? Aww. There's something for everyone, folks. I, well, that's just funny, because I was actually... T I was talking to um, Jess the other day, our friend Jess. Hey, Jess, if you're actually listening to our show. Probably not. But, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I was talking to her, and I was saying how I miss, like, people don't butt-dial each other anymore the way smartphones are That's now. right. It doesn't really happen as often anymore, and, like, you know, we always thought it was funny when one of us would butt-dial each other, because then, like, the other one would just be, like, screaming, like, help, I'm, <laughs> help, I'm trapped in pants, hoping that someone else would hear, and, you know... <laughs> dialing are over it's kind of yeah, sad yeah 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 follow Jonan on twitter and all the other social media things because you'll you'll be delighted it will warm your little black heart like oh my god ours. yeah i i follow i know you do too but we both follow him on instagram mm -hmm. also and like we just saw the cutest picture he drew of johnny the homicidal <laughs> maniac but it was not johnny the homicidal maniac it was johnny the homicidal maniac if he was like a furry or a werewolf okay. or something it was fuzzy okay as Fuck. Okay, there's something you need to understand about oh, that. Okay. Okay, first of all, you know, obviously he's trolling people. Yes. He's saying, this is Johnny's new design. Be yes, <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. Um, but <laughs> That's right. did you at any point ever see any of the promotional art for the CGI Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes. Oh, that's what it uh -huh. was. That's, oh, uh -huh. I get it now. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. There's a reference. You gotta love how every part of him was furry except for his boots. Yes. It was just so <laughs> creepy and just, it wasn't cute. Was he was fuzzy. Oh my gosh! But that reminds me. Have you seen? Have you seen that like Sonic meme where it's like they're also showing tails, but like instead of tails, it's dirt fox. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey, tails is gonna be in the movie too, and then they show a picture of dirt fox. <laughs> Amazing. <Yeah. laughs> oh, what it's wonders the, the future hold? <laughs> it's the kind of shit we live for. Anyway. Okay, shall we get into the book? Yes, we should get into the book. Now, okay. do we want to talk about um, the 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 last part of part one or that got deleted, or do we just want to get into part two? I mean, I guess I could just do a quick sum up. So at the end of, like, um, the last story in part one is the first time that Johnny decides to try to commit suicide. And all the different things, in, and we're introduced to the different things in the house. We're introduced to Nail Bunny. Yes, Nail Bunny is very important. Yes. Um, and oh my god, I'm really, I'm forever haunted by, um, that the f you bought me at the pet store, fed me once, then nailed me to this wall three years ago. Right? Like. Yeah. 
it's so my brain doesn't even like know what to do with that it's so it's sad but it's completely fucked up it really is What's even more fucked up, I feel, is, like, because, like, later on you kind of figure out that, like, Nail Bunny is Johnny's, uh, or knees. Uh. <laughs> it sounds so dumb when you say it out yeah. loud. Like, it has to be in letters. You yeah. say knee. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so Johnny, she, Nail Bunny, he or she, whatever Nail Bunny is, he, they, they are Johnny's voice of reason. Yes, absolutely so. And then you have the two styrofoam doughboys that, you know, psycho doughboy. God damn. Doughboy. Yeah, psycho doughboy and Mr. F. Yes. And I think, I forget what, one represents like his... Mania and depression. Yes, one's his mania and one's his depression. And so that's really interesting too. And it's worth going back and reading that story just to get a hold of like okay well you can see where johnny's brain is spread out throughout this house you know and then you have his distraction which yes. is a fetus in a jar oh my god i think it's a fetus it looks like a fetus it is it's either a very small fetus or a very large sea monkey i don't know <laughs> um, yeah it could be like a really large sea monkey it might even be like a kind of looks like an appendix with a like eyes and a and an arm to me. Do you think it's something that came out of Johnny's body? Like a tumor that has become <laughs> I, I haven't seen tumors that look like that. If he got his appendix removed, maybe. Okay. Yeah, he kind of looks like an appendix. And, like, it looks like kind of a fat appendix, but apparently, like, last time I had my next rate, I, I have a very large appendix, which is very strange to me. <laughs> Ugh, I'm learning organ facts. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, like seriously, they were they're like telling me that like cuz I I was visiting a friend out of town and all of a sudden I got really really sick and so and like my stomach started cramping up. So she took me to the neighborhood hospital. And they're like, "Oh, well, you know, your appendix looks swollen. We're probably going to have to take it out." So they called the surgeon over and it's like 2 in the morning at this time and I'm like, Holy shit. Like, I'm trying to call anybody I can saying, hey, I'm going to go into surgery here. I'm scared as fuck. I'm alone. My friend went home. You know? Oh, <laughs> you know? I'm oh, like, no. oh. It's like, I'm, 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 like, calling all my cousins in Washington being like, hey, can you, like, try to call my, my house and wake up my dad and tell him that I'm going to go into surgery here? Jesus. Yeah, it was really frightening. <laughs> so, anyway, it turns out the surgeon showed up and he's like, no, you're not having an appendicitis. You just have a very large appendix. It looks like you probably have the stomach flu, and it just oh. came on really hard. Oh. So just, you know, we're going to hydrate you and send you home, but you do not, you're not having an appendicitis. We're not going to take your appendix out. Don't worry. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like, for, like, the last, like, I had to wait, like, two hours for the dude to show up to tell me that. So I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to go into surgery here, and nobody oh, knows. No. I'm going to have, sur- oh, I'm going to, no. I'm going to have less organs next time I see my dad, and he doesn't even know. <laughs> But no, you got to keep your big-ass appendix. Yeah, so I still have that big-ass appendix. Yay. Woohoo! I have no idea the size of mine. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... My appendix so... is plentiful. <laughs> I do love how this first suicidal episode ends because it's like a very powerful thing. Sometimes random distraction is the best suicide prevention. Yes. Like, like... 
Or even just That's depression. It. He's ready to shoot himself in the fucking head and then, wait, that commercial where the whole family gets diarrhea is on. And then crisis averted. It's like, yeah, that's that's real. Yeah. That's real. You can be in the depths of depression and then just be yanked out of it by yeah. something really random that just makes either makes you laugh or puts your brain on a different track. Yeah, not even suicidal. Like, even if you're just really depressed and, like, all of a sudden something, like, just distracts your mind enough... It's, yeah, it pulls you right out, and I think that was a really real moment. Yeah. Okay, I think that is what we said, wanted to say about that. Did we want to say anything about the final <laughs> panel? Yeah, the dollies <laughs> and the, br- the, the the rats in the... Bl- okay, so he put the rats in the blender first, and then put them in the dolls, right? Like, he didn't put the dolls in the blender, obviously. Yes! Okay, because that confused me when I was in high school. (laughs) Well, this is like a good case of you need to put the modifier of the sentence close enough to the... uh, Okay, grammar. Um, Yes. Today I stuffed some dolls full of dead rats. I put it in the blender. He put the rats in the blender. Anyway, um, at one point in time, I was trying to figure out what the fuck the hieroglyphics on the back of his shirt said. Yeah! Um, And I don't think I ever figured it out satisfactorily. Um, But yeah... Oh, you know, actually, that's kind of a fun thing, too, because being a Barrier, being a San Jose native, especially, I wonder, like, if you ever went to the Rosicution and then got, like, one of those things where they spell out your name in hieroglyphics and tell you the alphabet. You get a little cartouche made. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and get the cartouche made, so maybe he used their alphabet and, like... I think, you know, I had mine when I went, and I was trying to use it to figure out what was on his shirt. And I ah! <laughs> it didn't make sense. Okay, because that's what I would have done too. That's yeah. I would have totally been like, oh, grab the cartouche. <laughs> I have a nice cartouche for a girl in her mid thirties. It's very, <laughs> it's very endearing because it's on the back of his little stripy shirt, and it's such a nineties goth thing to have like Egyptian shit and then yep. black and white stripes. It's nice. I know. <laughs> okay, so that was chapter one. Yep. Now, I'm going to put on my reading glasses. Oh, shit, they're all foggy. Hold on a second, boys <laughs> and girls. Boils and ghouls. Everybody. Okay. I get all foggy because my head is hot, and then I put them on top of my head. Your The heat from your head fogs up your glasses? Yes. Whoa. I have a hot <laughs> head. <laughs> Big appendix, hot head. <laughs> and, nice, oh, is... and nice cartouche for a girl in her mid-30s. <laughs> okay, so I, I did mention before that this is uh, one of my favorite parts uh, of the Johnny the Homicidal Maniac series. It's short, but mm-hmm. there's like so much that happens in it. Yes. There's, there's uh, religion, romance, um things <laughs> yeah i feel like his character is developing a little bit more yeah um, we're seeing him in different kinds of situations and it's it's real fucking interesting because you never get backstory for johnny no nope. um you just see him doing his thing and the more situations you see him in the more information you get about him and it all is just very like intriguing it's like is there any rhyme or reason behind who he kills when might he spare someone um would usually it's like this revenge thing. Either he's annoyed with someone or he's getting revenge on them for some weird perceived slight, but... I do think we get a little bit of, uh... Like, we get, like, a... a, 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 Like, a granule 
of salt worth of backstory like in part four or really like when when he's having that big uh conversation with nail bunny and it ends with him saying i'm not happy oh like nail bunny's like saying well remember when blah 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 you were like this person you know i don't i had to reread it because it's been years but yes i I do remember like the, the little granule of of, of once upon a time he was not this way. Yeah, like because it's not like he came out of the womb stabbing. Oh god. <laughs> what is that? He just stabbed his way out. What is it? Oh shit, now you God, I'm having Dr. Giggles flashbacks. Oh, Look it up. I, I never Look saw it up. That. I, was, I wasn't allowed. <laughs> that was my first like horror movie I got to rent. Anyway, I'm a big This girl. chapter <laughs> this section of this chapter is called Goblins. Did you notice the title? Have you ever noticed <gasps> the title is called Goblins? No. Oh my gosh. It just gets even more goth from here on out, folks. Oh, Goblins. I love that. <laughs> that kind of explains why the guy's like kind of hooked up to like a very uh, Dario Argento apparatus. It kind of reminds me of that one scene in uh, opera. I don't remember an apparatus in opera. No, I swear there was, like, a an, an apparatus that, or at least she was, like, kind of bound like that. Well, he tied her to a column and taped her eyelids shut, and there were, like, needles mm. pri- holding yeah. her eyelids open. so whenever she blinked, it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I swear I remember something weird like that, but anyway, it's it's kind of Argento. I don't know. I love the eyeball art on the walls. Like, that, yes. that was a very inspiring thing to me, because I always fucking love drawing eyeballs. I know, I... <laughs> and weird organic shit around them, so... I drew eyes on my backpack. I used to have a God. backpack that was covered in eyes, like... It yeah. It was really cool. Everything about this style just speaks to the artists that we were, and still are. And yes. Yeah, it's, it's all very cool. I love the look of the... the the, the frowny face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Those faces are sick. Like, it's not even sad. It's like, he looks like, I don't know, like, like, contempt. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something like that. You know, it, it's it's deeper than, like, you know, like, happy and tragedy. You know, it's more like manic and contempt or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, what's interesting, I think, about this character and Johnny is like this is the first time someone's actually trying to engage with Johnny, like actually talk to him on his level. Yeah, it's not like the the, the uh, survey dude in the first book. Yeah. Um. Right, because he's like trying to. He understands like he's he's trapped. He's stuck. He's being very like, okay, I don't suppose your current reality would l- allow you to let me go, would it? You know, he's trying to sort of. Reason with him yes. on his level, yeah. yes. And like, yeah, in ways that he would actually like, that would actually like maybe. I, this is kind of why I feel bad for this character a lot because he's really just trying. <laughs> he's trying to see the humanity into this psycho who's got him all, you know, bound up and yeah. Well, yeah, and like I think that's why you know even Johnny says you're my best friend right now in the room currently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could have done better because you seem, you do seem like a nice person. I'm sorry. And then he says his name, Edgar Vargas. Yes, Edgar Vargas. Why does that sound from? Hmm. And then Johnny does a cute little bow and asks him to. I am Johnny C. Oh, okay. And you can call me me. <laughs> have we had the what does the C stand for? I don't discussion know. Yet. Let's let's have it again just in case. I have a theory. Do you have any ideas? 
No. Okay. This is stupid. This is really dumb. And it's the kind of thing that, like, Johnny would hate. Um, yeah, he would be very offended. Do you think the C stands for crust goth? No. <laughs> no, I don't. But he is one, isn't he? He's a crust goth. Uh, he's he- a... Yeah, for those of you not in the know, a crust goth is kind of like the equivalent of a gutter punk. It's just a different type of music. (laughs) Well, I'm not even thinking about music. I'm thinking about hygiene. Well, no, no, no. (laughs) But I mean, like, that's the only difference between a crust goth and a gutter punk is... Right, yeah. Is the music they listen to. (laughs) (laughs) And has the crust formed over plaid or has it formed over... Oh, stripes. Yeah. (laughs) Stripes. Yeah. Has it formed over platters? It formed over stripes. Because I just feel like Johnny is so fucking filthy. You know he's not using that bathtub. It's full of bloody weapons. His hair does look really greasy. Uh, you know that a nice crust has formed over his body, just like a nice, oh, like a little is... shell, like a chitinous shell. I got a good question. Yeah. You know how we like talked about what Johnny might sound like last episode? Mm-hmm. What do you think he might smell like? I think the consensus was blood and ramen. At least that's what I thought. Oh, I, I, I think blood ramen and maybe a little bit of patchouli. Ass. Something kind of earthy. Just ass. Because he doesn't bathe. He stinks. <laughs> no, but he probably tries to cover it up a little no, bit. No, he doesn't. You're giving him too much Dude, credit. I'm sorry, but he goes on a date in the next Part of well, this we'll book. get there. We'll get there. I think he cleaned up for that. Okay, okay he, I think he cleaned up. Oh yeah, he's dressed differently. <laughs> um, I know, I know. This, it's weird. Get emotional. We're on a roller coaster. It's okay? weird. Like I, I, I picture people. Goddamn roller coaster. It's like right now I'm picturing people that I knew in my life that were, you know, that 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 um would fit into Johnny's hygiene category, <laughs> and I'm trying to put a. <laughs> I'm trying to put a name on that smell, but I can't. Ass. But it's like very nostalgic in a weird way. It's ass. Well, yeah, like greasy hair <laughs> and blood, and I don't know. I just think he'd be kind of earthy in a way. Oh my god, you keep like <laughs> earthy is not necessarily is... good. You still think he's hot even after we've discussed? I he's... do not. He's a crust god. No, <laughs> no. He's got a crust of filth on him. And no. No. <laughs> I'm just saying I knew fellers like that. Fellers? Fellers. I knew fellers like that. I knew some fellers like that. Oh, okay. jeez. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, I do think the C might stand for that. Okay. <laughs> but it, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't, but that's what I like to think of it. Okay, so yeah, he's not, it's not, this kill is not personal for him. He needs the blood. He just needs the blood. To keep the wall wet. Yep. I actually... And, you know, he actually is fighting with himself. Like, he, is. he doesn't want to kill this guy. He actually, like, likes this guy. This guy's actually the most reasonable person in the comic book so far that has been introduced. Like, Yep. Uh, um, and which is ironic, because the title of this section is Goblins, and that is a reference to people being detestable little goblins. Which is how Johnny thinks. Yes. And this guy is not that. No. Nope. He's not one of those assholes. He's a decent dude. Um, okay, so let's talk about the way he dies. Yeah, I 
So I really like how, like, he just kind of accepts it. Mm-hmm. He's just like, huh, okay, there ain't nothing else I can do. And even Johnny notices it, and he's like, what the what fuck? the look on his face? I, I love this I know. Look. <laughs> he's just like, you've given me that look, girl. Hmm? I've done something weird, and he's and mm-hmm. she's given me that kind of, like, stank look. Mm-hmm. That questionable, like, what the fuck did you just do? Yeah, and that's <laughs> in response to him saying, like, um... That he's a Christian. Or, well, he doesn't say that. He says, oh, right, I do right. have faith, you know, a God and all that. Heaven for me and a hell for you, so fuck fear. I have nothing to fear. And that's just, like, confusion, and then I envy your conviction. And then it's kind of nice. We don't see... In gruesome detail, what happens to him is blood spatter and his glasses breaking. Yeah. And it ends with Johnny saying, well, that did nothing for me. Which is so interesting, right? Especially, like, the way that Johnny's, like, looking, like, he, he he's looking at, like, at this guy dying. And he actually, like, his eyes look kind of sad. And then there's a part where he just kind of puts his head down and he's holding his hands it almost looks like remorse. Yeah. But then he's like, well, that didn't do nothing for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I guess I did what I had to do, but it wasn't fun. Yeah. Because he does, he has fun with his torturing people and killing people, but not with this one. No, not this one. Yeah. This one is not fun. In, um, uh, what do you call that? Contrast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to the next Oh, yeah, strip. it's like. Do you think this is this next part is because he wants to have fun because <laughs> he feels shitty about killing Edgar? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it's I just think it's such a nice contrast. It's it like is. we have this very peaceful like Edgar death and then all of a sudden we have all these people like pleading for their lives in different ways. Yes. It's called things that make noise. It's like yeah, it's all about them Begging for their lives. Yeah, there's yeah. a girl. There's a girl crying. There's a guy screaming, calling him names, calling him uh, words that are much more frowned upon ten years later than they were. Or well, sure, <laughs> but at the same time, I understand including it because that is the slur that most. Oh no! I totally guys get it. Get from from assholes. No, yeah. no, and I totally get it. Like, trust me. Like, um, we're talking about the f word. He. Yeah, no, and not no. not the fu word. We say fuck. We don't care about that. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, like no, it, it's I, I had actually had an experience kind of like this. So there's um, a, a metal festival happening this summer, and the top bands playing at this metal fest, the headliners are Slipknot, <laughs> Volbeat, and Behemoth. Now here's the thing: Volbeat does not fit now fit into this category. Volbeat does not fit in with Slipknot people, and they do not fit in with Behemoth people. Oh, it's like a different kind of crowd. It's a okay. completely different... It's a different kind of metal, even. Like, like Volbeat's more like Rockabilly with some metal, and I love Volbeat. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see them live, but I do not want to deal with the Behemoth crowd or the Slipknot <laughs> crowd, because seriously, like, I... So I belong on Is the Behemoth... still a Slipknot crowd? Not really, and that's the thing. People are like, what the fuck, you know? And here's the thing. Why don't you invite some juggalos while you're in? <laughs> here's the thing that I noticed, okay? Because I am part of the Behemoth crowd, because I do like Behemoth somewhat. So, or not, I'm not the crowd. I'm, I'm on their Facebook page, right? So Behemoth's posting that, hey, we're going to be at this festival. And then everybody is like, oh, what the fuck is Volby's doing their fucking oh, F-words? God. They're a bunch of 
you know, they, oh, you no. know, Get out with the slurs because that's the only thing you have exactly to express your displeasure with a freaking band. I don't want to have to like sit through like Volbeats because of you know to to hear Slipknot, you know, because there are a bunch of f words, you know. Oh, and then I go to the Volbeat page because I was just fucking curious because I knew they were going to announce the uh-huh. the thing too. Yeah. So they announced that they're going to be at this festival, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, yay!" And I get to hear Behemoth. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Oh, this is going to be cool. So many different types of metal at this show, and it was just completely positive, and yeah. it was so. I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's really it's hateful. Yeah, and um, I mean, and, and it's used just for people who are like want to exclude somebody. Yes, or are being purists idiotically for no good reason. Um, like I think you can enjoy Behemoth, and you can enjoy Volbeats, and you can like listen to Lana Del Rey on the side if you fucking want to. Whatever makes you happy, you know. But some people are just like, no, this I isn't mean, hardcore. I do appreciate that this guy who said the f word has what appears to be a lobotomy scar on his forehead. Yes. I wonder, was that before or, a- or after Johnny? I'm pretty sure it's after. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this um, sequence that follows, it's just really gorgeous art. Yes. Um, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love Johnny's smile in this first panel right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just like, you it's guys are fucks. Crazy little smirk. It's very nice. And, of course, his shirt is always changing. I feel bad for the clown, I will admit, because... (laughs) It wasn't water, it was little paper bits! Yeah, (laughs) the clown didn't do anything wrong, he was just being a clown. Not even, like, a juggalo clown. Nothing nothing wrong with juggalos, but, like, seriously, he was just being a a party clown, not a spooky clown. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just, it's really gorgeous art. I love this close-up of Johnny's face at the bottom of the page. It's just... Ah, it's so good. Like, the art is developing at the same time as Johnny's character. That is something that's really special about this book. Yeah, they're, really they're both love. growing. Yeah. The, yeah, it's just, it's getting more complex, more dark, more contrast, more complex. I love the blood spatter. You, one thing you can't say about Johnny, he doesn't fit into, like, a pattern as a serial killer. He uses all the tools in the box. He uses every single weapon. He kills people in a myriad of ways. And he just kills them. He doesn't um, do anything with them. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. That's actually... Oh, yeah, that's a big plot point. He's huge because it's a way that he feels superior to other people. That's true. So one thing I do want to mention, though, Mm -hmm. before we move on... I've always been curious how the hell he killed people with that with just the circular saw blade. Oh my god. <laughs> I have other questions about his weapons and like how yeah. the fuck did this happen? Like where is it coming from? Where is he going? We don't know. Like I always thought maybe he had like a like something that could shoot them, but I was playing a lot of like <laughs> I was playing Quake very heavily back then oh, when I Christ. read this. So that's, I'm like, oh, he's just got like what, a gun that can shoot like a, a circular saw blade. But now as an adult, I'm looking at it, I'm like, how the hell, what, what is it doing? Like, did he throw it at somebody? Okay, do, or- you, do you remember um, the, the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys? They had this thing that could like shoot out pizzas. Like, yes! Like, yes! Maybe he just has a big version of that and it's just like shoots out the buzz saws. Like, like, well, he does make he does make really cool apparatuses, as yeah. we saw in the previous story. So maybe that's a good point. Yeah, but I just always wonder where it came from. Yeah, yeah. 
There are several more moments. I like love that. how begrudged he looks like uh, cleaning his tools. That's, <laughs> that is a good word. It's it's hard to describe the way Johnny looks sometimes, and it's just like the the pen and ink is so gorgeous in yes. this last panel, and this proves. What I was thinking before about the whole Kreskov thing, because there ain't no way he's using this bathroom to bathe or clean himself. No. It's and full of body parts. <laughs> I do like his striped pants, though, with the pinstripe stock, or, like, like long socks. I, I, I think that's a nice look. He's got charm. He's got style. There's definitely a crust of dried blood over his entire body that he never washes off. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I you. don't think he's cute, Betsy. God, <laughs> you, you, you're into him. No, I'm not. You're into him. I, oh, I know that's you actually are. kind of funny though, because speaking of Quake, I did have a Johnny oh, the Homicidal Maniac uh, skin, so it looked like I was running serious? around as Johnny killing everybody in Quake. Yeah, oh my God. like someone else was Cartman and someone else was Homer in his <laughs> underwear, and I was always Johnny. Oh, I was always Johnny, or I did have a Battle Angel Alita skin, so I was always him, or I was Alita. Oh my goodness. And when I was really killing everybody, I was Sailor Moon. Because <laughs> that was hilarious. Committing homicide by moonlight. <laughs> Hello, this is Bored Lizzie of Bored Spooky. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to check out Bored Spooky on our Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy for all of your fine art and fan art needs. We've got t-shirts, postcards, stickers, and a variety of other merchandise that you might like. So go ahead and check us out, Bored Spooky. Stay tuned for more. Welcome back to our discussion of part two of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Um, we are just going to briefly cover the next strip. It's just a one-page strip, and neither of us are actually um, a fan of it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it ain't that great. No, it, it, it actually really bothers me. <laughs> Let, let's just say it's not the same kind of brand of asshole that Johnny usually murders, and his reasonings behind it, I mean, never, not that he's ever needed a reason, it, it it just comes off really cruel to me. Yeah, um, basically he's got her there because she's pretty, he blames her for being pretty, uh, rants at her for being pretty, and then kills her because he thinks she's pretty. Yeah, and it's it, <laughs> and it's not really done in a it, it it's not very it's not done in a funny way. Not really. It it just comes off as cruel and like his whole thing is, is like, oh, you laughed at me when I walked by with your friends, and uh, I'm sorry, Johnny. As much as Betsy thinks I have a crush on you, <laughs> which I don't. <laughs> You know, like, just because someone's pretty, or they laughed when you walked by, bitch, he, she probably wasn't even laughing at you, okay? Mm-hmm. She's probably laughing at something her friend said, and even if she did kind of giggle because her friend said something stupid, you don't even know that she genuinely found it funny. She might have just been like, oh, ha, 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 I, I need to, like, giggle at what my friend said, so I, I seem cool, you know? You don't even know. So, anyway, yeah, it, it bothers me. Yeah, bothers me too. It's not that great. I think we can skip right over it because what follows is pretty awesome. Yes, <laughs> yes. I oh, I remember when I first read this part of the book, and I was I. This is when I realized that I really liked this book. 
Really? <laughs> this was the point where you really warmed up to it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, when you when we introduced Devi, who's an awesome character. Devi's fucking rad. And... She, she made a brief appearance at Taco Smell, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> talked about her before because yeah. of Taco Smell. But, like, uh, actually, you know, I think um, I feel sick as like her series, which was only oh, two books so long. Good. It was it's probably so one of my favorite good. things Jonin's written. Same. Oh, same. We, anyway, we should talk about it maybe eventually. We'll yes, see. I mean, especially since it's short, we could like have a couple episodes about I feel sick or even you yeah. Know. There's a lot of similar themes and shit. So yes, it's good. So the fun thing about this particular story is this is when Johnny meets Devi, and the first well. I just want to get this out of the way. Did you ever think that those little weird circles in that heart are boobs? Because <laughs> I always thought you they were tits. You think they look like titties? They look like, yeah, like titties. Oh, okay. The... Or, oh, no, I guess soulless, that's his, that's his black, eyes. Soulless black with little white dots in the middle. And you think those look, if those are titties, those are like the titties of the damned. I don't know. Those I are... think those are his eyes, actually. Because I think, like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay, my bad. They're his eyes. They're little, like... <laughs> creepy looking eyes and a heart and then you got little veins coming out which i love it's cute okay yeah i apologize for the titty remark (laughs) anyway so um in the first episode when we started talking about giant johnny the homicide maniac i was talking about how there's a lot of lore in these books that are tied to san jose in general and local lore yeah local lore well here's some of that local lore the first panel they're sitting on top of Johnny's car, and they're, like, looking down at the city, and they're saying how pretty it is to look down on it. Now, there's two different theories about the location. I'm so into this. Already. Yeah, the location right of this hill. <laughs> so, I don't know where it is. <laughs> okay, so, basically, for, for those that do not know, San Jose is a city in California. It's in the Bay Area. It's, um... It's located in uh, a valley, so it's surrounded by hills. And there was two areas where, um, you know, as a teenager, like me and my friends, we would, like, whoever had a car would drive us up to go to look down and, like, be able to see the city from, like, the hills. Now, there's there was Quimby Road, which is where I often went, and that's kind of in the Silver Creek area of San Jose, kind of right. by Evergreen Valley College. Yeah, I, I've been hiking over by there. Yeah, yeah, so there's that, and I think if you get to the top of that, there's like, um, uh, there's something at the top, I'm not quite sure, I've never driven up that high. Um, so there's that, and that's what I always thought, but then I thought, wait a minute, like, what if it's Hicks? Which, Hicks is more, like, where you grew up at. Yes, it's over by my area. In fact, like, Hicks Road is right behind, like, the church that my parents attend. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. We've been up there during the, the day. Yep. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we've been up there during the day. But anyway, yeah, Hicks Road. So, it's, like, another road that goes up into the hills, and then you can just yes. kind of pull off and look at, you can look at the view of yeah, the city. You can drive up a scary-ass windy road and get pretty high up into the hills or the mountains or whatever oh my god so one time when i was driving down i was driving down back down to um san jose like i was up in quim 
in the Quimby Hills with David, and we were just hanging out till like three in the morning. Okay. Yeah. I was driving down. I turned a I turned a, like a sharp corner, really slowly, oh, no. of course, and a bat flew in front of my windshield. Oh Christ! And he's just like <laughs> blinded by my lights, and he's like, Ee! and oh, then he no. flew off, and it was really cute. Well, did it make you like crash the fucking car? No, that's what I was. I, at first, I was like, whoa, and then because they fly weird, especially when they're startled, so like. Yeah. He's like flapping around and, and like you could see his little mouth opening because he was scared of oh, the light. No. It was so sad. Poor baby. But I loved him. I'm like, oh dude, that was so cool. I saw a bat. But anyway. Um But yeah, there's places like that where you can just kind of get away from the neighborhoods and get kind of more into nature. Well, it used to be. I mean, I don't know. You can still do that. Well, that's good. Uh, I worry. <laughs> I haven't been there in quite a long time. But anyway, so it would be more interesting if this was on Hicks Road because there is a local legend. Story time. Um, there's a local legend about Hicks Road, and it was always about the blood. Uh, no, how do you say it? The albino blood farmers of Hicks Road. I don't know what an albino blood farmer is, and I can't fucking wait to hear. Tell me. So some people say that on Hicks, uh, there's been like incidences where like people were doing like what I talked about, like hanging out and like looking at the city and stuff, and they've been chased off of what they have called albinos, like with shotguns and shit. And I've heard more than one person say that this has happened to them. Um, but they they always say that they're they were albino and that they were angry and they chased them off and like people stopped parking over there on Just Hicks like Road. Ran them off the road with a shotgun, like get off my land. Yeah, yeah, get off my land, rah, 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 you know. And like I I don't know for sure if they were blood farmers. There is a local. What the fuck is a blood farmer? Well, I don't I don't know someone that harvests like. Johnny, Johnny could be a blood farmer. Oh my he, god, he is, because he needs to collect blood for the wall. Yeah, but is that more of a blood harvester? Oh. I don't know. So anyway, like, it, it was this big thing growing up. I knew a guy that, like, told me, oh yeah, I've been run off by those farmers before, too. Um, someone actually did a movie about the, about the blood farmers on Hicks Road. I think, I think, um, I know someone that has it on DVD, I'll have to look it up. But anyway, so... Yeah, it was just this big local legend, and then I think it turned out that it was kind of true. Huh. Like, it's not that it's an albino cult or anything. I, I think it turned out that it was a bunch of pot farmers. That would and, make more sense. Yes, and they were trying to keep people away from right. their, their weed because it wasn't legal to grow back then. They wouldn't want anyone to come in and steal that shit. Or, yeah, or find out about it and oh report it. I think, like, in the early 2000s, they found out it ended up being just a weed farm. Yeah, it's so interesting because I remember hearing rumors about the albinos on Hicks Road. Like, I yeah. grew up hearing that shit, and I assumed none of it was true. I assumed it was 0% true because it was like, that's stupid. Like, that doesn't exist in San Jose. It's it's San Jose. Like, nothing interesting, nothing that interesting or cool would ever exist here. Oh, yeah, and there were, there were stories that they were cannibals. Yes, there was like, I heard that one. Yeah, like, there were so many stories, and then I think it, yeah, like I said, I think it just turned out to be like a giant weed farm. I think it actually caught on fire at one point, and then I started oh laughing because I'm like, oh my god, that's what the whole thing was? It was just a weed farm? That's hilarious. <laughs> but yes, that that's like one of our local so, urban yeah. legends. <laughs> Johnny and Debbie are having their date, smack dab in the middle, possibly, 
of albino blood from her country. Yes. Which is very romantic. Well, I mean, this this yes. vista, this vista there looking down on is beautiful. Like, this panel is fucking gorgeous. And it's a completely different mood from before. I still say they're on up on Quimby Road. Just the way it looks, I I don't know. It doesn't, yeah, it... It's like the it's opposite end of the valley. It seems like they're looking towards the foothills, but it's hard to say. Yeah, especially because, like, there's the radio tower in the background right there. Like, on one of the hills, there's, the, the, there's that radio tower that you could see. Mm-hmm. So, it really depends. But we may never know. Well, that's Jonan. So, <laughs> it's so pretty. Like, and you know, Debbie's right. It is so pretty when you're looking down on it. Like, you can get... If you can hike high enough into the hills in San Jose and look down on it, it's really gorgeous. Yeah, and you, know? you forget how crowded it is and and, and smoggy and... I yeah. don't know, there's still things that I miss and love about San Jose. Like, it'll always be my hometown. But, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of, Okay, this is pretty endearing. You can tell just by looking. We don't even need any kind of... To be told this, but, like, Johnny cleaned up. Johnny has run a comb through his hair. Yes, and possibly he, laundered his clothes. Well, and he's wearing a nice shirt. It just has a bar. It has a very subtle barcode on the back. It doesn't say like "fuck you." Yeah, or... he doesn't have the raggedy sleeves. You know, he's got like. Oh yeah, and his pants aren't raggedy yeah. either. He's wearing the nice long pants. Yeah. <gasps> oh, he he's into this girl. Like, oh. And what I like about this is. Debbie asks him, do you want to go to your place? Like, she's into him. Yes. It's so obvious, like, she likes this guy. And she knows that he's shy. And I she... know. It's <sighs> this, guys, there are feels here. There are legit feelings of, like, oh, He's done such horrendous crap, but it's kind of like, you want things to work out for these two kids on this date. God damn it, you want things to work out for them. And I gotta say that it, uh, there is a point in I Feel Sick where they do, like, where they go back, they go back yes. and it's like, it goes... It's from her point of view. Kind yeah, of. it's from her point of view, and it's a conversation that they had leading up to her saying, it's so pretty looking when you're looking down on oh. it. And it's like... That was, <laughs> it was so, so good, good to get that backstory it's like we crave backstory for these characters so much that any yes. tiny granule like you were saying before granule that jonah drops is like yes please it's so good i really wanted it to, i mean i i want to, i not wanted i really want it to work out for these crazy kids i really do yeah. no spoilers it's like this is as close to innocent as we ever see johnny as close to being innocent and vulnerable <laughs> I know, it's sad. So one thing I will say this before we get any further. I have I have been Johnny in this comic, but like not in in such an extreme sense. I think I might know what you mean, but explain. Yeah, um I I have self-sabotaged. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> this is the self-sabotage. It's like something really good is happening for me and it's like, yeah, I I've self-sabotaged it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, for the first time we've ever seen, things are going well for him. He's really clicking with this girl, and then he excuses himself, and he loses his shit because he can't stand feeling happy. He can't stand 
he can't let go and just be in the moment. It's impossible for him. Yeah, it's like, you know, they're just having... And they're about to kiss! I'm yeah, sorry. I know! Oh sorry. my god, they were! But, oh my god, they're so about to kiss. I know, and it was so really cute. cute. And Their like, eyes are closed. And, like, he looks so shy about it like he's got his little he's like looking at her like she's like well let's both be happy and you can kind of tell that she's gonna go in for a kiss and he's just like looking at her like like he's kind of shy but then he's like yeah it's so cute it's just so innocent and this is this was goth love in the (laughs) 90s you know this is what you wanted you wanted that little like big-eyed boy all in black that like was kind of like He's polite, but he was also kind of shy. You know, like, we all grew up with Edward Scissorhands, and we all kind of yes. wanted that boy. <laughs> God damn it. That worked. That shit worked so well on us. performance after a puppy dog. It's like, god damn it, that works so well. I I can't. much an Edward Scissorhands kind of moment. And then all of a sudden, boom, the next panel, it completely changes. Yeah, because... Yeah, he just snaps. Because, like, like, like a lot of people with depression, Johnny does not know what to do when he's happy. Hell, yeah. sometimes I don't know what the fuck to do when I'm happy, you know? It, it's like, it's it feels jarring. Scary. It feels scary and vulnerable. If yeah. If you're not used to feeling happy, like, you can't let yourself do that because it's not what you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, of course, he goes to his, his bros... Psycho Doughboy, Mr. F. I would call them his bros. I would call them his prison. Uh, Okay, yes, his his mental prison. I think they he just can't escape going back and forth between these two extremes. And happiness doesn't belong in mania or depression. It's like a peaceful kind of thing. And yeah, he can't be there. He can't exist there because he can't let himself be happy and then know that it's going to end. That's the whole thing. Yeah, and I. Damn it, I felt that too. Oh, sure. It's like, damn it, I'm really happy right now, but you know it's just going to go away. Or it's like, you know, like, that's happened with me and animals too. It's like I see an animal and I'm like, I love this animal. I'm like, damn it, in 10 years this animal's going to die. You know, (laughs) things like that. Yeah, Uh, and like the panel where like she comes in, she, she walks in on him in the midst of his breakdown talking to the Doughboys and... What are you doing immortalizing the moment? That panel, this panel, is amazing. Oh my god, he's this so... This is peak Johnny. This <laughs> Johnny at his most Okay, Johnny fine, is... fine. He's really hot in that I panel. Knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it! Look at him! I know you, and I mean, I drew this. Oh, I, I love I that pose. This, I drew him in this pose back in the day when I was practicing art, because it's just so fucking cool. Like, his... Everything about him is just right. Yep. Everything is just in its perfect place for, for Johnny being Johnny. And it's so good behind the shattered mirror. He's got the he is living. Side. He's living his best life in this yeah, panel. <laughs> feeling his murdery oats in this moment. <laughs> and it's so good. It's so very good. You just have to you just have to read this fucking comic and see it for yourself. Okay. Okay, so n- n- now Debbie goes back to a reoccurring joke that Actually, Johnny. Oh yeah, 
Jonah drew a comic book strip explaining this joke. Is it? It's later. not in this anthology though that we have. Is it no, in it's in. It's a bonus comic in Squee. Yeah, right. and like where this actually happens. But she says. Uh, suddenly being out with a guy who dumps in his pants seems really nice. <laughs> and, like, okay, you you made that joke before. And then, like, she makes it again and I feel sick. And then I went back and read Squee. And you actually see the pan, like, the comic. It's where really the guy fucking but- funny. Now, I do remember in these anthologies, um, they didn't include some of the, the, the little comics. Mm-hmm. I think if you get... Like a loose issue, like the loose oh, the sing- issue of it's number in the two. Single issue, and then it's in yeah. the right order. And you get, yeah, you get her shitty, literally shitty date. Um, yeah, and the loose issue. This, yeah, this happens. So you would actually like know what she's thinking about. Yeah, it. but if not, you can read it in Squee. But it's good. <laughs> it's good. I recommend that strip. It's just like poor Debbie. She. This is just one in a series of like traumatizing dates for her. The poor thing. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't know, after I read I Feel Sick, I kind of felt like Jonan was kind of, and we'll, we'll talk about this later in our I Feel Sick episodes, but I do feel like Jonan kind of based Devi around himself. Like, I think he's Devi in a lot of ways. Do you think he's Devi more than he's Johnny? Yes. Interesting. Yes, I, I do. I um, feel like they could be... I mean, I think they're... A person at different stages of their life as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in different scenarios, like, I think Devi's more like his social person and, and his work person. Yeah, yeah. And Johnny's more like, this is who I am inside. And <laughs> like all the repressed traumatizing. Yes, that, yes, that, yes. That you have to work through, but you can't really on your own. Right. And yeah. Debbie, you know, so I just wonder, like, I mean, Jonah must have been on some pretty bad dates, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or or knows someone who has been. Yeah. Jonah, and- who pooped? Who <laughs> pooped? Who, who pooped on your date? I want to know. Who was she? Hashtag poop gate. Yeah. <laughs> who pooped? Who pooped? <laughs> who pooped? <laughs> okay. I, oh my god, how satisfying is it to see Johnny get his ass beat? Yes. So by Debbie. Good. By a girl. It's which, so good. A, just a normal girl, too. She, like, fought for her life and she fucking got out. And, oh. Uh, so fun after seeing Johnny kill all these people to see him get completely just beaten the fuck up. Like, yes. She is not showing any restraint. She kicks him in the fucking face, says, smashes him into the goddamn mirror. Yes, and bleeding and twitching on the floor. For all she knows, she might be dead. And I just love this panel of her booking it. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> "Fuck no!" The house. Okay, so she's chicks like, in yes, horror movies, run. chicks in horror movies, you need to like fucking like take notes from Devi because that is how you fucking escape a situation her, like that. Her fight or flight instincts were spot on here. Like, no, I do think it's interesting though that like before she starts kicking his ass, like how he mentions that you know all the all the girls are be- were beautiful and now. Oh, there's you. Oh yeah, she says, "Oh God, how them? God, yes. how many?" Yeah, yeah. But see, here's the thing. Like he's talking about how they were beautiful and stuff, and it makes you think about the the one page yeah strip before this. But it, you can tell that it was a different. Like he's talking about like the whole package. He's talking about beautiful, mm-hmm. like everything that he wants in a person, not yeah. just beauty. And so it's kind of a neat contrast too cuz he's also talking about, "Oh, you're so beautiful and like blah blah blah, I want to immortalize this moment." But the other girl is just like, "Oh, you're just pretty." And then boom, you're dead. 
Yeah, know? it's like all of the different reasons why he kills. Sometimes he kills just for blood. A lot of times he kills for petty revenge. But sometimes he kills because he doesn't want to say goodbye or let go. Because yeah. he thinks too good. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I really... That's really fucking interesting. Yeah. I wanted it to work yeah. so bad. Witty, witty closing remarks have been replaced by massive head trauma and severe hemorrhaging. <laughs> <laughs> they even have a similar haircut. Which oh I've had God. that haircut. I mean, like, we all have that. Well, I don't think you ever had that no, haircut. No, my hair's too thin and I'm too chubby to pull off that hair. Oh, please. This self-depreciating moment has been brought to you <laughs> by JTSM. Yeah, Cherry. Oh my God, Cherry fucking Fizzwiz. <laughs> cherry Fizzwiz goes great with your self-loathing. It adds a little bit of bubbly. Anyway, I'm done. I, it also has sugar in it, so it'll make you feel like physically gross. Also, if you don't like sugar normally. Maybe Johnny's <laughs> whole problem is he's just malnourished. I mean, we see him. What his diet is. I like how... In the next panel. <laughs> yeah, In the so... next section. This next section is called 2 is AM. JTSM, the S is for suicidal. It's another uh, suicide. Oh my god, episode. I never... Okay, so here... I didn't... I didn't know it was called 2 is AM. I thought it was called 24-7. Because that's the name of the... Oh yeah, that's the sign. <laughs> yeah, that's the... I know, but I thought that was also the title. It kind of looks like it, but yeah, no, It's very small, off to the side, to the left. Also, like... Jonan really wants us to know in this panel that the S is definitely... Oh, wait. No, this is... It's different. It's... It, oh, because it's JTSM this time. Yeah. Instead of HM. It, because the S is for suicidal. I get I it. I think... Hasn't, wasn't it that way before? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Or did it just start with this one? Yes. It, it, oh, you're for right. the first one, which was also at 2 a.m., yeah, that was the first Johnny. So the what? The last maniac. story, like he had this pattern where the last story always becomes the suicidal story. Might That's well right. End on a downer, right? Oh my gosh. Okay. And this is like a downer after a downer. So yeah. Uh, but I love this one. I do love this I one. I love this At one. least this one. This one isn't as like thought-provoking as the other one, but at the same time, it is very relatable because I've been on like. So basically. Johnny wants, uh, um, a, like a Slurpee. A brain freezy. A, a, sorry, a brain freezy. Available in frosty peanut, cherry doom, or icy ham. Ew. That's fucking nasty. I would try the icy ham just to say I tried it. Like when I tried the pickle, um, slush from, from, Gross. from Sonic. How, how salty was that? Shit? It was really good. I loved oh, it. Oh, God. But it was way too much sugar and I felt hell sick later. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Anyway. The whole thing is they turn off the fucking brain freezing machine after two a.m. and that gives Johnny a sad. Yeah, because he can't his, get one. I love his sad face here. I will. Say. Oh, he is so. That's he's another so Johnny face you. that I would draw. It's like, oh, oh who hurt you? Such dis- <laughs> pooped. <laughs> pooped. <laughs> but um, I've been there. You know, when I'm really depressed and I have like a. A train of thought that's like the only thing that's gonna make anything better is like this one thing, and then something more that happens, and that one thing doesn't work out, and all shit breaks loose. Like I said, I don't, I didn't get homicidal over it, but I can understand him on a, a smaller scale, like his train of thought. And so we we continue. Yeah, it's interesting because he goes for the um, 
convenience store clerk's gun. Uh, he, I hate these things and only touch them for really important things, mainly myself. The world would be so much nicer if people only used guns on themselves, which I can't disagree with that. Yeah, but he's also say, but he's contradicting himself because he's saying that he's taking um, the the self appointed beverage dictator with him. Yeah, so he's a <sighs> yeah. He's contradicting himself. himself. Like, Just kill yourself, then. The don't kill me. And then he's like, I I don't want to die like I've lived. I want a companion in this. So. He's going to die with somebody else. And he called him a hole. He's like, you hole! You hole! You hole! That's what I'm going to yell the next time someone cuts me off or something. You hole! <laughs> and then the guy's like, look, I'll just turn the machine back on. And like Johnny goes on this huge rant. Like, no, the moment's gone. It's memory. I wanted it then. Now I'll just have the memory of yet another thing I didn't get. Another hope unfulfilled. <laughs> it's so and funny. that fucking freezy was just a reminder of everything. That familiar disappointment it's just not nice <laughs> i feel like this is one of those panels where johnny's kind of making fun of himself and i'm, I'm here for that yeah yeah i really it's, feel that way too that it's was funny he, it's like he is kind of a satire of himself and he knows it and he's just he's just going with it yep <laughs> uh, oh i love his smile on the next page oh, speaking of who pooped Wait, we're not there yet. Oh, you gotta fine. look at his smile. His so smile curly. is very cute. It's a little curly corner. Of and mouth. then we sm- Then he smells the poop. <laughs> so I guess that answers my question. Who pooped? The convenience store clerk pooped because he's scared. Well, I've never shat myself in fear. Have you? I farted in fear during Hereditary. <laughs> oh, remember? Fear farts. Yeah. <laughs> Fear farts, <laughs> I, I was there for I remember that. I'm we're like, we were like embracing. <laughs> it was scary. Because we movie. were so scared. We were holding each other in 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 an embrace, watching this like the the events on the screen unfold. And then all of a sudden, I just let one go, and Betsy's like, "Did you just fear fart?" <laughs> and I did. It was out of fear. I was scared. So, <laughs> I guess the, the shitting yourself before you die out of fear is, like, a more extreme version of the fear part. Yeah, but I don't know if I would fear shit. Like, if my, if, like, I was so stressed out that, like, my stomach was in knots and then, like, all of a sudden I, I got diarrhea, I guess? Like, I wouldn't just, like, sit there and fear poop. <laughs> you know? But I have fear farted. It has happened. Like, like, seriously, something scared me on the screen and I just... <laughs> exactly how it was. <laughs> it was loud too because we were in those like recliner seats and uh, anyway we should talk about hereditary sometime oh, though because oh my so god good. i still love that movie so fucking good anyway um yeah but there's <laughs> just one bullet in the gun so johnny can't die oh but we have to talk about like um so there's the panel where we see like we see a very graphic image of um, the brains being blown out of the convenience store clerk. Oh, yeah, the little commentary yeah. there. <laughs> to That's achieve this good. shot, we first made a plaster mold of the actor's head. We then filled it with cow parts. Then, for realism, we surprised the actor by blowing a hole through his head. <laughs> a little behind the scenes for you. Yeah, a little, just a little, just a little behind the scenes <laughs> thing. Oh, but if you look, it's signed by GCV. JCV. So... I wonder if Johnny C is just Jonan's middle name. Hmm. Hmm. It obviously C. stands for Chupacabra. 
Chupacabra. The, yeah. Johnny Chupacabra. The homicidal maniac. Johnny Chupacabra Vasquez. I don't mind it. <laughs> Little goat eater, do you? Goat sucker. Oh, goat suck. Ew. That's what chup means suck in Spanish. I gotta remember that one. I'm, I'm adding that to my, like, like, yeah, it's Your arsenal of dirty Spanish words? Yes! All right. <laughs> that one's free. Okay. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny that the porno mags are all, like, making fun of the men who would buy them. Booby magazine! <laughs> Naked girls for stupid men. Nasty! There's a nasty magazine! <laughs> and a pathetic boy, and the logo has, like, acne and shit. Hen house, naked chicks, and it has a has a chicken. chicken. <laughs> oh, but... So, in the end, after he's killed this convenience store clerk and failed killing himself yet again, he finds the cherry fucking Fizzwiz and fizz all... Fizzwiz? Yeah. And, and again, like, crisis averted, but unfortunately not before he made this poor convenience store clerk shit himself and then die. The end. Hey. <laughs> And this is this is basically the end of what is this book two or book yeah this is book two two. okay yeah we had a happy noodle boy and we have a dear diary oh yeah the dear diary is really good this one is beautiful this one is the one I've I've drawn this one before oh really yeah well yeah him in the mirror I've drawn him in the mirror before that's daring because there's all this shading and shit I know but I I loved it he's so cute like fucking Jonathan is a whiz with a um India ink or something. Yeah, and I love how he has like a like a like a gray alien mm-hmm. on the wall, but then like next to it he the has xenomorph. the alien alien. Yeah, he has a xenomorph like like for comparison almost. Oh shit! Peep the head, Edward Scissorhands. Ah! <laughs> There's an Edward Scissorhands. Ooh. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's right there. We see the Edward Scissorhands poster. You can't hide it from us. It's there, along with pictures of his screaming victims. A photo of some chick. Oh, what's it? Hold on, I'm, I'm, I, I went ahead. I'm sorry, people. I gotta turn back my book. A photo of some chick next to the Happy Noodle Boy. Oh yeah, some and chick. she looks not. It's not like the other photos he has on the wall of like mm-hmm. people screaming and dying. No, she looks like maybe she posed for that picture. Who knows? Yeah. Very oh, mysterious, Johnny. And that includes part two of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. It concludes part two. Oh, sorry. What but did it, I say? It includes it, too. You said it includes. Ew. Sorry, guys. Okay. <sighs> Yay. Anyway. That's part two. Yay. We had blood albinos. We had shitting your pants. We had romance. And we had religious. Like, Edgar Vargas. I still feel bad for him. Rip. Rest in peace, Edgar Vargas. Yes, poor Edgar Vargas. Now, I know we wanted to... Did you still want to talk about that one part in part three, or do you want to... That's uh, that's still coming up. Still coming up. <laughs> still coming up. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and that's it, I guess, for this episode of our Johnny the Homicidal Maniac discussion. Thank you for joining us. Yes, it's been a lot of fun. I ho- We hope that you're enjoying it as much as we're enjoying revisiting these comics. Because, yes, it brings back warm and fuzzy and also traumatic. Complicated and traumatic memories, yeah. Like I was saying, like, okay, if you really want a blast of, like, powerful nostalgic emotions and you maybe have a similar background as we do and enjoy similar art, 
Like, just listen to some Tool and read Johnny. Yes, oh my god. You will be washed over with powerful feelings. Just try it. You yeah. will cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you again for listening. We've had fun, and yes. hopefully we will... Um, Talk, we will have another show for you sooner rather than later. Yeah, join us for part three. We'll do our best to be a little more regular. Yes, part these. three just... and oh, there's a lot of good things that happen in part three oh too. There's some really, yeah. really fun shit. There's so. some fun shit and there's going to be controversy. So, Oh, yes, yes, gird, yes. Gird your, gird your loins for some opinions. Betsy's going to spill me. the tea. I will. And not just spill it. She's going to spill it in the lap of some deserving individual, and it's going to burn. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Hello, this is Bored Lizzie of Bored Spooky. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to check out Bored Spooky on our Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy for all of your fine art and fan art needs. We've got t-shirts, postcards, stickers, and a variety of other merchandise that you might like. So go ahead and check us out, Bored Spooky. Stay tuned for more.